Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Center field. Marte. Yeah. It's a no-hitter. That was from the Arizona Diamondbacks broadcast crew that called Tyler Gilbert's first ever game as a pitcher, first ever start, and he becomes just the fourth pitcher in a Major League Baseball history to do a no-hitter in his debut. Kudos to Tyler Gilbert. You'll be hearing his name a lot over the coming years and days, I'm sure. And that's why tonight's podcast is titled Records That Can Be Broken and Some Records That May Never Be Broken. See, the whole idea of this podcast was actually inspired by Wednesday night when Corbin Birds of the Milwaukee Brewers struck out 10 straight Cubs. Now, we know the Cubs have been reeling, but Burns, who was an all-star for the Milwaukee Brewers, by the way, Alex Garrett here, um... Struck out 10 straight, tying Tom Seaver's 51-year record, tying Aaron Nola, who was the first to tie Mr. Seaver just this year. So it took 50 years because Tom Seaver struck out 10 straight Padres in 1970. It took 51 years for someone to tie it. And it's not been broken. Which leads me to say this. Is it possible that Tom Seaver's 10 straight strikeouts will never be broken, but only tied? Is there Are there records that can never be broken? I had brought this up in uh, one of the forums I'm in. And someone said, well, look at Joe DiMaggio's record. 56 straight hitting, uh, hitting streak. Could that be broken? I don't think so. Uh, Especially when guys aren't even thinking about singles, doubles, hits, uh, triples. They're thinking home runs. They're thinking the long ball. They're thinking bat flips. They're thinking, what can I do to up my brand as a home run hitter instead of focusing on small ball? So, no, I do not believe, I do not believe that the the 56-game streak will be broken. So, the whole adage, records are meant to be broken, I don't agree with that. I think some are not meant to be broken. Ty Cobb's number of wins. I mean, can anybody think that Ty Cobb, who, by the way, in case you were not sure, his win record (laughs) was just unbelievable. And he had the most wins ever in Major League Baseball. Do you think he... (laughs) Do you think he can be... be, uh, surpassed? Totally sorry about that. I had mixed up Ty Cobb and Cy Young. Cy Young, 511 wins ever. Will anybody ever reach 511 wins, let alone be a 300-game winner moving forward? I don't know. I kept wondering why Ty Cobb's pitching numbers didn't come up. It's because he was a best hitter. He wasn't a pitcher. I meant to talk about Cy Young's pitching. 
511 freaking wins. You cannot beat that. You cannot beat that. So, no. Some records are never going to be broken. 511 wins. Almost 100 more than any other pitcher in history. 30 victories on 5 occasions and won 20 or more games 16 times. Will we ever see any of that repeated? Now, this Tyler Gilbert in Arizona tonight. Fourth pitcher ever to throw a no-hitter in their Major League debut. And I had heard that this year there have been a tying eight no-hitters. So what's up with the baseball? What is up with the fact that, you know, these guys are getting no hits? Did they engineer the ball a certain way so that the home run numbers were not astronomical? I have to ask that question. I really do. Because we went from the baseball going 500 miles, as Joan Baez would say, to now no hitter after no hitter after no hitter. And by the way, I was at the Dodgers, Met, the Met Dodger game, and let me tell you, Taiwan Walker, six and what, a third or even a little less innings of no-hit ball, only to be having it broken up by a home run. Pretty impressive. Mets lose another gut-wrencher to the Dodgers, by the way. You know, tonight's a pivotal game for both teams, I thought. Going into it, you don't want to lose another game to the Dodgers if you're the Mets. You don't want to have a bone-crushing loss like you did against the White Sox at the Field of Dreams, which the Yankees did have. By the way, I didn't really mind it. Talk about records. We saw a lot of them started in Iowa, Dyersville, Iowa. We saw Abreu be the first player in Major League Baseball history to hit a home run in Iowa. We saw the first Yankee home run in Iowa by Mr. Aaron Judge. Official anyway. I don't know if they ever played there as spring training, but definitely officially Aaron Judge. Giancarlo adding to it. Judge another one. Judge has been hitting, by the way. But I did not get mad at Tim Anderson's home run. In fact, I feel like that was the Hollywood script that was meant to be written in the Field of Dreams. The the corn fields of Iowa were meant to belong to the White Sox on Thursday night. It's just if the Yanks lost tonight, then that would be worse for them. You can get over a fantastical, well-produced intro of the players going through the fields of the White Sox wearing sort of like the Black Sox jerseys because... What better way to say, let's not cheat, than honor the 1919 throwers of the World Series that boards Shoeless Joe and the Black Sox. I digress. It was a beautiful night. It was a tremendous night. Major League Baseball did it well. I'm a kid, but Major League Baseball did it well, and Iowan records were set. They should be broken, meaning we should see that a lot more over the years, and hell, if they want to keep on the Kevin Costner train, just head down to Bull Durham, Durham Bulls. Maybe you could do something there uh, in honor of that anniversary, whenever that anniversary hits. So we've got that. 
But what do you think? Are records meant to be broken? Or are there records that are forever cemented in history in any sport? Can we get rid of the adage, records are meant to be broken? When that's so stupid, when you think about Cy Young's 511, when you think of 10 straight strikeouts only being tied in 2021, I am making that prediction. Tom Seaver's 10 strikeout game, 10 straight strikeout game against the Padres in 1970 will stand. Charlie Culture, I know you're listening to this. You might disagree. We have a sort of game going on whether to see if that adds up or not. I mean, look, pitchers are getting strikeouts more and more this season. We are, as I said, eight no hitters. So that record could be broken, but I just don't see it. Maybe you do. Alex at alexgnyc.com. Maybe you see that the 10 straight strikeout record could be broken. If you're an avid sports fan like yours truly pretends to be, not always accurate. I mean, I thought Tim Cobb was a pitcher. Brain fart. Sorry. Been running around a lot lately. Uh, I meant Cy Young. I meant Cy Young in the 511 wins. That will never be met. The DiMaggio 56-game win streak, never be met. The Iron Horse had his consecutive game streak broken by Cal Ripken, but that was over 20 years ago. Uh, That won't be met either because I feel like a lot of these guys' longevity is cut down to an injury. Look at Jacob deGrom, for example. Guy was cruising again last year. He ran off here, seems to rebound well. And now it's like he keeps getting shut down. So longevity is not given in Major League Baseball. Just like, as I said, as I said, the spot in a starting lineup shouldn't be entitled. You shouldn't feel entitled to it. You feel like you earn it every day. You shouldn't feel like you uh, deserve it because you're Giancarlo Stanton or whatever. No, earn that ish. Earn it. Earn that spot in the lineup. Damn it. Because there's a scrappy kid who's waiting to take over. That scrappy kid with Gio Urshela a couple of years ago. That scrappy kid is Higashioka. That scrappy kid is Greg Allen if you're the Yankees. If you're the Mets, that scrappy kid was Billy McKinney till I see he was traded to the Dodgers. That scrappy kid is a guy like McNeil, Comforto. When they came up, they were scrappy players. They were farm players. And, of course, the scrappiest of all, he pounded his chest. He was so excited he scored the tying run. Pete Alonzo last night. So he, no doubt, is scrappy to the very end of every game. But, yes, fans who like to say records are meant to be broken, totally disagree with you. And, you know, if you don't agree with me, that's fine. But some records are not meant to be broken. May, maybe the Miami Dolphins record will be broken of a perfect, perfect season. Which, of course, the Giants knocked off the Patriots block on, uh, in 2008 for their first Super Bowl since 1991. 30 years ago now. But 
overall, the Dolphins' 72-year under Don Shula maintained the perfect season. That record may never be broken. Ever. Let's see, Will Chamberlain records? I mean, I don't know, people are climbing, but, you know, Will Chamberlain did it in his own way. Gretzky, can people match Gretzky? I don't know how much um, they can reach Gretzky. He just was out of this world. But I feel like the records are not, records are meant to be broken, are particularly discussed when it comes to baseball. Because there's this pastime feeling, there's this feeling of, look at this cherished record, what will happen any given day on the diamond, like we saw tonight with Tyler Gilbert, can happen too. But if you think all records are meant to be broken, you are out of your mind. Because there were guys that did things in an era where they didn't worry about <laughs> they didn't worry about a dead ball. They worried about a dead arm. They didn't even worry about the dead arm. I'm sorry. They didn't even worry about the dead arm. They just wanted to pitch their arm off, actually, to win. You don't see that today. Pitchers are babied. How is it the Dodgers had to make a change in the bottom of the 10th, up by one with two outs? What is that about? Dodgers escape by that. Very strange move by Dave Robertson. You know, Dodger fans, there were a lot of them. I'm sure they feel that you can make whatever move and win the World Series. But in Dodger fans' eyes, Dave Robertson, you still, uh, Dave Roberts, Dave Roberts, you're still a little behind the eight ball when it comes to these things. And pitching changes and pitching maneuvers. You got lucky last night and tonight. But you, you just got to wonder why with two outs about to end the game, you change pitchers. Very strange way to, to manage a game in 2021, if you ask me. So the baseball gods look in favor of Tyler Gilbert tonight. And the Mets, well, had some hard luck again. But that, oh, and one last thing about Tom Seaver. They were supposed to do a statue dedication this year, but they have now moved it to 2022, which could be the right move. I mean, fans are filling the park, but back in June, you couldn't really do that. You didn't know who was going to be there. So they just said, let's do an opening day 2022. Classy move by Steve Cohen. I wore my black Mets shirt for the first time in quite a few years because. Hell, man, I missed it. I missed wearing the black Mets gear, I got to be honest. But with it back on the diamond, I'm like, why not? And wearing Piazza, that, that, that number, that name, 31 Piazza, can only be worn in a black jersey. That's the only black jersey that I find acceptable for my generation to wear. Because if you know what he did while in that black uniform, oh, <laughs> You too would say, no, that, that, that does not belong. That, that would not look good enough 
um, Pete Alonso. He's the blue jersey. He's the pinstripe jersey, sure. But he is not the black jersey persona that Mike Piazza was. Would you agree with me on that? Alex at alexgnyc.com. I'm so glad that I've been with you tonight on this podcast. As always, Sports Hour with Alex Garrett portion. And tomorrow, tomorrow I've got a story for you. As the census reports, there have been less white people born since since 1796. One professor says that white people have had it easier. And America's ruined because of us. I'll tell you more about that tomorrow. That's what's going to be my Sunday pod because I'm fired up about it. How can this professor say that when the census says, you know what? It was more diverse for the first time since 1796. Just 20 years after our founding, by the way. I'm Alex Garrett. Have a beautiful Sunday. Enjoy your baseball. Enjoy your preseason football, I guess. And enjoy life. Enjoy living. And always adapt. Have a great Sunday morning.